yes, the choice, yeah, yes. Let every heart sing, Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now, Lord, I want to live Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, 
as recorded by St. Matthew chapter 2 verse 7 and also the gospel as recorded I'm sorry Luke chapter 2 verse 7 Matthew 27 
and 22. It's Luke 2, 7, Matthew 27, 22. Luke 2 and 7 says this, And she brought forth her firstborn born son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Matthew 27 seemed a little strange for this season, but I want to make this point. Matthew 27 and 22 says this. Pilate said unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? There was no room for him. What shall I do with him? There was no room for him. What? shall I do with him? I, I want just for a few moments this morning to talk from this subject. I want to talk about Jesus between holidays. Jesus between holidays. Now the word holiday stems from world, the world of religion. Throughout history, among people of faith, there have always been days that the Christendom and that the world of religion deemed as holy days. In the world of Christianity, two of those holy days, two of those days that are best known to Christians are Christmas the birth of Jesus, and Easter, where we celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus. To us, those are holy days. The question I want to raise this morning is what do we do with Jesus between those two holy days? What do we, how do we handle it? What do we do between holy days, Jesus between holy days. Two statements, both concerning Jesus. The scriptures point out these statements, one is made at the beginning of his life and the other statement is made toward the end of his life on earth. But the two statements reflect the awkwardness the world and even some Christians have with dealing with Jesus on a daily basis. We know what to do at Christmas. We know what to do at Easter. But the question and the problem we have is what do we do with him? How do we deal with Jesus on a daily basis? What do, do, what do we do with Jesus between holidays. 
Oh, holidays. Holidays are easy. We've gotten those celebrations. We've gotten those celebrations down to a science. We know what to do with holidays. Christmas, we pull out the decorations, go in the attic, pull everything out, check out the lights, send out the cards, get all our gift lists together. We know what to do with Christmas holiday. Easter rolls around. We pull out the eggs symbolizing, some of y'all learning this for the first time, pull out the egg symbolizing the tomb and how you crack the egg and new life springs forth from the egg. We, we get out our new clothes that signifies the newness of life. We pull out the crosses, the emblem of suffering and shame. We know what to do with the holidays. But what do we do with Jesus between those holidays. But what do we do with him? Where does Jesus fit in our everyday lives? When I, I look at these two events recorded in scripture, I see that this is really, although we see it as sort of a problem, is really not a new problem. Because when you look at the scripture, the innkeeper at the beginning of the life of Jesus, he didn't know what to do with him. Pilate, toward the end of his ministry on earth, he didn't know what to do with him. Read the Bible, and you'll see that Jesus was born in a manger, died on a cross, and in between the times, he had nowhere to lay his head. This has been a problem for a long, long time time. As I look at the celebration, as I look at the celebration of his birth in 2021, I see a world that seems to have the same questions concerning the birthday celebration as Pilate had at his death. What do we do with Jesus? We want to celebrate, we want to have a party in his honor, we just don't want him there. Y'all ain't hearing. Yeah, yeah, we want to capitalize on his birth. We want to make money off of it. We figure out marketing strategies and that cause folk to stand in line all night, trample each other when we open the doors. It's wonderful time for businesses to come out of the red, but we can't put his name up. We, we can't recognize him because somebody might be offended. What do we do with Jesus? Question. How do you celebrate a birth and slight the guest of honor? Y'all hear me? It, 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 and let me just make it, it's not that we don't love him. It's not that we don't know we need him. We just don't have room for him. He doesn't fit in what many of us want to do. He doesn't fit our lifestyles. He, he, he makes people uncomfortable. You know how it is. You know how it is. If you're serious about Jesus and carry him everywhere you go, there are some parties you ain't going to get invited to. You know that. With Pilate, 
with Pilate, it was an issue of how to dispose of him and how to get rid of Jesus. He says, I find no fault in him. I, I just need to find a way to get him out of my space. I don't see nothing wrong with him. I, I just sort of need him to disappear. I just sort of need him to get out of my space. But at his birth, the problem was accommodations. There was no room for him. There was no room for him. But even more tragic, they didn't have room for him. But the tragedy, the real tragedy is uh, they, they knew he was coming. Read the Old Testament. For ages before Jesus was born, for ages before his birth, the prophets announced his coming and the prophet Micah even told them the place where he was going to be born. Are y'all hearing me? It's, it's, uh, it's my understanding that most larger hotel chains, they always keep one room that they don't rent out. And they always hold that one room just in case a person of prominence shows up out of nowhere. Not the case with Jesus. They knew he was coming. They, the prophets had told them and one prophet told them where he was coming, yet they had no room for him. These folk were warned that the Savior of the world was coming, yet when he got there, they had no room for him. So according to Luke 2, 7, Mary brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room. There was no room for him in the end. As we head close this thing, we can find fault in the innkeeper Every Christmas we talk bad about him. We find fault in the innkeeper. We can talk about the mistake that he made and, 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 and how sad the story was that, that he didn't have room for Jesus. But before you go too far, let me just warn you, be careful. Be careful how you chastise the innkeeper because the search ain't over yet. Be careful, be careful about how you criticize the innkeeper because the search is not over yet. Jesus is still looking, still looking for a place. He's still looking for a place to abide. Don't you fool yourself. He's still looking for a place. But don't, 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 don't be deceived. Don't, don't be deceived. Don't, don't, don't fool yourself. Don't be looking for another baby. That ain't happening no more. Don't be looking for another. Don't, don't be looking for another. The Bible, according to the word of God, he'll show up. And I guess the word is incognito. I was hungry. Did you feed? Y'all ain't hearing me. I was hungry. Did you feed me? I was thirsty. Did you give me a drink? When I was a stranger, did you take me in? I was naked. Did you clothe me? I was sick. Did you visit me? I was in prison. He's still looking, still looking for a place. Matthew 25, and, and as much, he said, he says, and as much as you have done it under the least of these, 
You've done it. He's still looking for a place. You've done it unto me. Question this morning, as you celebrate Christmas, what have you done for the least? The least of these. We celebrate this holiday. What have you done for the least of these? While you spread your table and carve your turkey, what have you done? For the least of these, when you enjoy the comforts of a warm house, what have you done for the least of these? I know you thought about everybody and you got something. Yeah, you thought about everybody and tried to remember who got you something last year. So you can make sure you put them on your list. But what have you done for the least? I know you pulled somebody's name. But what have you done for the least? Are y'all hearing me? What have you done for the least of them? What have you done for Jesus lately? See, Christmas is not the whole gospel. It's just the beginning of a gospel message. Are y'all hearing me? Came into this world. They did not have room for him you remember the story how he went about doing good i went about doing miracles they did not have room for him you remember how they hung him on a cross you remember that nailed his hand hung him on a cross put him in a grave at early sunday morning he got up but listen at the rest of the story he's coming back don't miss that part he's coming back again 2,000 years has passed. Jesus is still looking for a place. Don't you fool yourself. He is coming back. I hear him saying, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Y'all hear me? He's still looking for a place. As a matter of fact, you want to know what my job is? He has called me out and given me a job. I am a housing locator. Y'all ain't hearing me. I, 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 I'm, I'm employed. I go around looking for vacancies. Looking for somebody who will let him. Are y'all hearing me? And so many of my cases, I find that same sign. No vacancies. That's what I do every day. Every time you see me standing up here, that's what I'm doing. I'm looking for vacancies. And you know what I found? I found out that sometimes people have vacancies and they don't know they have vacancies. This is my profession. People have vacancies. Yeah, 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 yeah. You hear people say things like, well, you know, I just got this empty feeling. That's, that's a vacancy. Folk turning to drugs and turning to alcohol. That's a vacancy feeling like life doesn't have no meaning Reverend that's a vacancy and my message to you this morning is let him in it's that simple my message to you this morning is let him in let him come in to stay not for a bit not for a visit he ain't looking for a bed and breakfast. He ain't looking for a short stay. He wants to come and abide in your life. I'm through. I'm through. If you're a witness, 
let God abide. <laughs> You've been converted. Let God abide. You're sure that you know him and he walks by your side. You get an answer to every question if you let God. Reverend Bush, I know you don't know that. <laughs> Not that Reverend Bush. That Reverend Bush knows that. If you're a witness, let God abide. If you've been converted, anybody, anybody know that? Can I, if I, can anybody help me say? If you are, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. You know that? <laughs> if you are a witness, let God abide. If you've been converted, let God abide. If you're sure that you know him and he walks by your side you'll find an answer to every problem if you let god abide that's it if you are a witness let god abide if you've been converted, let God abide. If you're sure that you know him, and he walks by your side, oh, you get an answer to every problem if you let God abide oh within your soul within your soul within your soul deep down within Oh, you hear your call. He'll never let you fall. Oh, you get the victory, victory, victory. If you let God abide. Oh, within your soul. Within. Soul within your soul, deep down within. Oh, you hear your call, he'll never let you fall. Oh, you get the victory, victory, victory. If you let God abide, I know I'm right. Oh, within your soul, in your soul, within your soul, within your soul, 
This is one of the greatest you'll ever have. The invitation of what will we do with Jesus when the holiday is passed by? What will we do with Jesus in the daily walk of our lives? What will we do with Jesus when trouble comes our way? What will we do with Jesus? When disaster is happening in our lives, what will we do with Jesus in the victories and in the burdens? What will you do with Jesus? Well, he simply says, come unto me. Because come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Tells us to take his yoke upon me and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You can give yourself, give your soul to him. And if there's one, not only in the, the sound of my voice in the building, if there's one who is listening online, who is virtually with us, you can give your life to him even now. For you can have the victory and you can have the answer to every problem if you let him abide. Come right now, come now, come now, give your life to him within your soul. Within your soul. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Give your life to him. This is your opportunity. Deep down within. He'll hear your call. Never let you fall. And you have the answer. If you let God Let us now pray. Let us now pray. Lord, we come thanking you for what this season represents. That it represents the, the birth of your son. But that birth, as our pastor told us last week, is also that this child that was born unto us is a son who is given unto us. One who came, born of a virgin mother, 
lived a sinless life, but he gave of himself that very life of sinlessness to, to not only cover our sin, but to eradicate those sins that we have done in this body. We now thank you, Lord, for Jesus the Christ, the one who came and was born, but also died for us. Lord, in this time of uneasy situations in our lives, when we don't know what the next day will bring, pandemic, inflation, death, disease, disaster, Lord, we can be grateful that we can still celebrate that one day God sent his son into this dying and dreadful world. Lord, we now pray for those who don't know who you are in the free pardon of their sin. We pray, Lord, that they will come to give their lives to you, Lord. That this is every opportunity to give your life to the one who came suffered bled and died for you lord we pray right now for those in our family who have been affected by the terrible weather on last night we pray right now that even in the midst of disaster god will still abide he will still be in the midst he will still be there in every situation and every burden and every problem lord abide now with us be with us you say that you will be with us even until the ending of the world and we thank you lord for being with us now lord for those in our family who are dealing with bereavement for those in our family who are dealing with death we now lift them up lord put them in your hands and ask that we be the ones to help take care of them in this time of trouble and distress lord we thank you for the season but now lord we can give greater understanding to the gift that was really given to us it's not about what you get it's about what you give and give him to somebody give him to somebody and they can give their lives to him and learn to walk with him and talk with him every day Lord we thank you Lord we bless you this is our prayer in the matchless and mighty name of Jesus the one who was born suffered bled and died but also one day is gonna come back to receive us unto himself in Jesus name we pray and ask every prayer and answer in Jesus name amen 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 Somebody give God praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Amen. Give him praise.
Give him praise. My, 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 amen, my. amen. That God will abide with you every day of your life. If you let him in. <laughs> if you let him in, he'll abide with you. We want to thank God again for the word of God. Thank God again for our pastor. Thank God again for his word, the cleansing power in his word. Just some notes before we leave. I, I'm, I'm overjoyed because it's so good to see all of y'all. Amen. Y'all look wonderful out there. Even, even though I can't see the smile behind your mask, you look like you're smiling. Amen. 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 Thank God for you. Even those who have continued to join us virtually, we thank God for you. If you will, mark your calendars for our Salem Women's Ministry Virtual Christmas Fellowship. Uh, you don't want to miss this. On December 19th, from the hour of 6.30 p.m. to 7.30, we will have our Women's Ministry Virtual Christmas Celebration. And you can get uh, more detail on the website, churchrazeal.org, um, and others who, uh, through the bulletins that we have, not only in-house, but also online. For bereavement, we have some bereavement on this morning. Uh, Mother Lacola McGee lost her brother, Johnny Wright, of Mississippi on Friday. Please pray for Sister Lacola and pray for that family. Additional information will be provided. If you will, too, if you can, lift up the family of Isaiah Berry. Isaiah Berry was a legacy deacon at the White Oak Spring Church in Winder, Georgia, who has went home to be with the Lord and we just pray for his family and pray for those also pray for the White Oak Spring Church in this tremendous loss in their family continuing in our spirit of safety and security that we would ask that you would uh, exit uh, out of the building to my left and your right and fellowship on the outside in the parking lot as long as you want to amen fellowship with one another we thank God for all of you and your continued uh, stewardship. Uh, we don't take it lightly here at the Salem Church that you are still being a great steward over what God has given us. So we thank you for your giving. If you have your gifts here this morning to give and tithing offerings, you can give them in the receptacle on your way out the door. If there are those also with us who still are doing it virtually, we ask that you would continue to give in that regard. Amen. God be with us till we meet again. God be with us till we meet again. Yeah. Just one, one word. Just, we know of the tragedy that is going on in Kentucky and all that whole area. And I just want us to just be in prayer. Please be in prayer. There are some people who are actually going through some very, very tough times right now. And I want all of us just to remember them in prayer. Brother Room just showed, just shared with me that they, that's about 20 miles from his home. And I'm sure there are others uh, who, who come from that area. So we just want to keep all of those people, keep them in our prayers as, as they go through this period. Amen? Amen. One more thing. Don't the pews look nice? <laughs> Y'all bless the Lord. That's, that's what good stewardship, that's what good stewardship will do. Amen. 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 Yes, we will continue to pray for those who are dealing with this tragedy that we, many of us, it was just a light burden on last night of rain and wind but some people woke up this morning with no home and no town they were living in amen amen god be with us till we meet again
be dominion and authority and may it be both now henceforth and forevermore and the people of God said to submit your tithe and offering online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on cash app at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, GiveLify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church. 